this particular night, which marked the middle of his third week in Satan's little corner of New York, Fitz was given the onerous task of cleaning five pairs of boots that were slimy from having been tossed into the manure pile. As hazing went, this exercise was not too bad, and Fitz, with a horseman's tolerant nose, attended to his duty with the attention to detail which would one day mark him as an exceptional officer. He had just finished his third pair of boots when three yearlings strolled in. Taps had not yet sounded, and it was the time of the evening when the deviltry began. Phew! What a stench! Been out picking buffalo chips, beast? No, sir! Fitz answered, and was at attention before they could even order him to stand. Billings, Schwartz, and Dalrymple were three of his milder tormentors, content usually with verbal hazing or the less rigorous physical demands. Cadet Billings had a healthy respect for Jackson Lee, and was becoming genuinely fond of Fitzjames, whose agility and speed at snapping to attention from whatever position he happened to be in was a marvel to behold. The boy's determined optimism in the face of whatever the third class dished out had earned him some praise from that quarter. "'In what year and where did Lieutenant General McKendrick join General Philip Sheraton?' demanded Cadet Dalrymple. "'Sir, 1862 at Louisville, sir!' Fitzjames responded promptly. Cadet Schwartz, a beefy young man from Wisconsin, scratched at his jaw. "'What was the first action they saw together?' "'Sir, the Battle of Perryville, sir!' Cadet Billing switched to a West Point classic. "'What is the definition of leather, beast?' "'Sir, if the fresh skin of an animal, cleaned and divested of all hair, fat, and other extraneous matter, be immersed in a dilute solution of tannic acid, a chemical combination ensues. The gelatinous tissue of the skin is converted into a non-putrescible substance.' impervious to and insoluble in water. This is the definition of leather, sir. How is the cow? Cadet Schwartz went for another classic, while he tried to ignore the fact that McKendrick had not flubbed a syllable of the definition that he himself had never been able to manage on a single attempt. Sir, she walks, she talks, she's full of chalk, the lacteal fluid extracted from the female of the bovine species is highly prolific in the nth degree, sir. Does the little beast look tired, gentlemen? Cadet Dalrymple inquired. No, Billings answered, although Schwartz nodded enthusiastically. Two against one, but thanks for trying, Billings. Billings gave the order with a small sigh. Assume the position of plebe's rest, beast. Sir. Fitzjames complied and stood on the toes of his left foot. He raised his right leg, put his elbow on his knee, and rested his chin on his right hand. They kept him standing for only a minute. "'Carry on, beast!' The three cadets departed and left Fitz gaping at the brevity of their visit. "'That was pretty mild. Maybe I've proved myself to them and am over the worst.' Two minutes later, Fitz was ordered out to run the company street by another trio. When he got to the end, four cadets waylaid him and ordered him to eagle. Of all the demands, Fitz hated eagling the most. He set his jaw, extended his arms, and went into deep knee bends, flapping his arms in the prescribed manner. They let him stop after five and sent him on his way.
Almost before he had left them, a pair of yearlings stopped him and instructed him to give them ten eagles. So much for easing off. Two more groups of cadets caught him. One wanted the definition of leather while the other Timothy's entire war record. I still have to finish those boots. Can't they just let me have a fifteen-minute breather? It was the beginning of one of the most wretched nights in Fitz James' young life.